you are listening to The Brews Room. It's a beer podcast with three funny guys and Kyle. Might be a comedy podcast about beer. We're not sure. All we know is we have three beer experts and three funny guys, and we are here to educate. Jeff owns Exit 6, and Justin is the brewmaster. Kyle owns Shamrocks. Mark owns Questionable Pursuits. Together, we have almost 100 years in beer, brewing, and industry experience. You're listening to this, so you found us somehow. But if you're not sure how and you can't wait to hear us again, we broadcast live on Twitch every Monday at 10.30 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash thebearded. That's B-E-E-R-D-E-D. You can download the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. If you've really fallen in love with us, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash thebrewsroom. Get the show a couple days early or hear our second show, After Dark. Same group of guys, different topics, and after a couple of beers. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom for real-time updates and goings-on with the show. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. That was perfect timing. Perfect timing right there. Off a bill. Let me show you my tattoo. Nope, those aren't the lyrics. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the Bruise Room. I'm That's invoking weird, Rule 3 already. We are singing Marcone right now because half of us, a full 50% of the Bruise Room, just got back from Memphis this weekend. Jeff, we Justin, how was it? Memphis is always a good time. It's always good. Still my favorite festival of the year. Yeah. You guys love Memphis way more than anybody else loves Memphis. Here's, that's because we do it right. Not com- uh, I love the festival that we do. I love the event. I love how good they. What makes it, what makes the festival better than? They just other take really festivals. good care of us down there. Okay. They, uh, you know, they ha- they host a brewer's dinner on Friday night for us, um, and the food was fantastic this year. Um, catered from Sweetgrass. It's a barbecue local, place. Uh, no, we didn't have barbecue this year actually. Oh really? Okay. Oh, we did on Saturday. Oh, yeah. But, uh, What's Sweetgrass? It's kind of a, it's a restaurant. Yeah, okay. Farm to General table fair, sure. style, okay. upper casual food. It's it's really great. Like we had, uh, they were uh, chili lime carrots, uh, grilled carrots. We yeah. had uh, goat uh, cheese risotto. Yeah, uh, which was incredible. It was. Mm. Um, they uh, the we had like a grilled or a baked chicken with like whole. What were those on there? Walnuts. Um, I don't know. It sounds real pretentious, but it was really good. No, I mean, that's... It yeah. is, like, pretentious flavors, but done in a very, like, family-style way, I, I think. You know, yeah, like I a, a, a rustic way. Um, so you have that. Then Saturday, you know, you go to the festival, you do your work for four hours, and then they feed us again. They yeah. have Central Barbecue Caters uh, across the street at Memphis Made Brewery. And um, it, it's just, I don't know, it's fun. The people there, because we've talked about the, the lack of craft presence in Memphis... Uh, so the people there are honestly excited to come and try yeah, stuff that they can't get there. What'd you guys um, bring down? Oh, we brought a bunch of stuff down. Um, we definitely won for longest line of the festival. <laughs> we tapped a cask of our pumpkin beer, which we haven't even kegged here yet. I uh, just pulled off a cask of it with um, whipped cream, vodka, graham crackers, and vanilla. <laughs> we had a line for we We did a special release on that. So we said at 3 yeah. o'clock we're going to tap this. We had a lime start forming about quarter till. Went basically from here to the street. We we emptied it in 27 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was just the two of you, though, drinking it, right? Like, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, we also had our um, vanilla cream ale. They love that down there. You know, they they know that is one of our flagships. Yeah. 
uh, Trotter Fox Brown, uh, which will be on tap here maybe probably this week sometime. Um, It'll be this week. Yeah. Mango Berliner Weiss and... Norwegian IPA. There he is. Norwegian IPA. Uh, so, yeah. Did you guys go to the gay bar again? That's in Madison. That's in Madison, not in Memphis. Although, oh, I, oh, I just it's you funny. Went to one uh, I was looking PBR up places. was not. That's Madison? No. Oh, Shamrock. I mean, Shamrock. Shamrock. That's Madison. Yeah, that's in Madison. <laughs> we were looking up bars to go to that were near us, and I found quite possibly the greatest name for a gay bar of all time. And it's called the Pumping Station. <laughs> And it was funny. I was getting ready to be like, oh, the, the bar, the inside looked cool, kind of divey, had some pool tables and a bunch of, sh- you know, old beer shit on the wall. I'm like, oh, this place looks like somewhere we'd go. And then I read the name and it said, great, great gay bar with live shows every night. I'm like, nah. <laughs> rule three. <laughs> rule nah. three. Uh, you've heard us reference rule three. We have three rules for Memphis now. Uh, I think it's just three rules in life. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> One. Vaccinate your kids. Two, don't dick each other down. Mm-hmm. Three, nah. 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 Those are words to live by, rules to live by. I say it doesn't have to be Memphis. That's just. Just in general. I think that works in any city. Really, really quick. Do you guys get flu shots? You too. Not, not, not you. I already know you. Do you guys get flu shots? <laughs> I never have, actually. I, no. I never have, but I've, I've not really been a guy that caught the flu hardly yeah, so ever. I, so I, I've, I've never had that way either. get them. So, Mark, no. it's the same Ma- way for vaccinations. You get oh, the flu really? shot so you don't pass the flu to Mar- Mark. I didn't know that. Mark instructed me to. Uh, well, now get a I kind of want to get them. If and you I feel ever bad hang about around it. old people, kids, I any, hate old like, people and kids, so any, I want to okay. share that shit with well, them. Then and you dogs. Not get, yeah. Dogs? Yeah, Justin hates old people, kids, and dogs. I mean, he's got dogs. I don't and, like he, and he hates the irony. <laughs> no, Minnie's, Minnie's a great dog. She is. You're right. Did you vaccinate her? I did. <laughs> did we you dick her down? Did no, you, you not? don't. Oh yeah, no, don't ha- don't well, dick her down. Don't asking. dick each other down. Yeah, okay. Don't dick each other down. All right. <laughs> that was just a passing line we heard when we were walking up Beale Street, and uh, somebody was not having his buddy dicking his other buddy down. I, I, I want to know I, the rest of the context yeah, of the story, right, like but know, it was yeah. just enough for 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 me to remember it and uh, take it as a pretty solid piece of life advice. <laughs> the fact that you take life advice just walking on major thoroughfares in our drunkest cities tells me everything I need to know about your life philosophy. <laughs> Whether we're walking the Vegas Strip or yeah, Bourbon I, Street, I don't like, take it too serious. That's the point. I think we, I want to hear what the real the real people in in real mindsets have to say. And when you're walking down Beale Street at if two in the morning, there's one place you're going to find real people in real mindsets. You it's sound like Beale a po- Street. Right it now, is. you sound like a politician. I got to get out there and meet the real people, man. Like, I like to shake hands oh, and kiss babies, even man, though I hate I the do. kids. And don't don't dick each other down, guys. You never dick them down. Yeah. Is Coyote Ugly still open? <laughs> we went there, <laughs> dude. We had. Was a, there anybody there? Yeah, they had a decent crowd. Uh, we did pop in there on Friday. Two dollar pibbers on there. Yeah, it was two dollar PBR. So we stuck around there for a little while. And we met two really awesome Australians that were here on holiday for like a month. Did they take care of animals? Doing sports. Uh, one of them was a butcher, so in a way, he does they take care of animals. animals. <laughs> the other one and, owns uh, actually, racehorses. Yeah, so technically, so, both animal involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy that owns the racehorses, he wanted to marry a good boy, and we were all really upset that he wasn't going to take one for the team and marry the guy that owns good racehorses and gambles for a living. Good boy came down with us. 
This dude Did, was super was, in. Was Miss Good, Good Boy? Boy? With, was no, she there? no, no. She was uh, out of town. But this guy was clearly very wealthy. And he won a good boy? So bad. Dude. So fucking bad. This is the one opportunity where Rule 2, there's an exception for. You can dick your bro down in that situation. Well, no, we can allow him to get dicked down. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I him, don't... Him not marrying this guy was kind of dicking us down. That's true. I don't know. But those, those dudes were cool as hell. You have three rules. Yeah, and I'm not entirely sure you know what rule two means. You just keep using it, but uh, but it like I do know what, what is it. Here's what we know: the good boy invoked rule three when he should have invoked rule two. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he should have invoked the rule: don't dick each other down. Yeah, because by him not marrying this guy from Australia, he, he dicked, dicked us, us down. That was way too many on negatives. <laughs> because if he had married this guy from Australia, I got to think we're gonna get a road trip, a uh, trip down to Australia. They're for getting free. married. No, it's they're a, gonna get married in Branson. Like you know, like the Australian guy's <laughs> nah. just gonna say, "Yeah, he's gonna raise horses in Branson, and we're gonna have to go down to their their horse farm in Branson." Is anybody else on nah. Twitch exhausted? Because I I have no idea what's going on with the two and the three and the dick and down. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No. All right, I'll just stand here. And <laughs> How is this different than any other show? So we we had fun with those guys. Uh, <laughs> <Big eyebrows>. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, good job, Kyle. Uh, thanks, man. <laughs> Keep up the good work. You. Big Eyebrows sounds like the worst Native American name you could count. Like, now that I think about it, <laughs> I mean, look look at every like chief. Yeah. Tell me they don't have big eyebrows. They all yeah, have but big I don't, like that's a little too on the nose, chief right? Like, Bigum, bro. I mean, Geronimo had huge eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, I, did he? What, what? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Did you ever see those statues, man? You think they had tweezers in fucking the, back in those days before the whiteies fucking <laughs> took all their land? I'm gonna go We're going to open a beer. This channel. That's, <laughs> that's just facts. That's not anything else. We have a lot of cool stuff to drink tonight. Uh, our buddy Travis just got back from the UK, uh, or across the pond, as I like to say. It sounds fancy. And brought some uh, <laughs> stuff back for us. Uh, one of these... We should. I guess we should drink this at the end. The forty percent. Yeah, yeah, it's going to ruin us. Right. I mean, that's double barreled ice bock beer. We got a bunch of IPAs and uh, some this big stout. So yeah, we'll just start with this one. We got a boxed, a special box release of Fuller's Imperial IPA Limited Edition. Our boy Travis, who's normally on, in the chat, um, as. Fuck you guys or something like that. I don't remember. Something about us sucking. Can we bring him over here and let him say hi? He's eating Taco Bell, but yeah, as soon as he's... Do you want to say hi? Yeah, his Taco Bell's wrapped up. Sure. Come on over and say hi. He was in uh, England. I think we we like hours that ago. last week. Yeah, he just got in he, town. I mean, like, he, he has not been home. He, has, he been hasn't home even gone home to see his wife and newborn baby. Yeah, he came here first. He came straight here. There he is. Hello. You got to get close yeah, yeah, to the yeah. mic. Hello. Touch it. Touch it with your lips. Dick it down. It's like four seconds. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so, for stopping by. <laughs> so uh, this is just riveting, Travis. It's ten and a half percent Imperial IPA. How long? Yeah. How long were you over in England? Also, you need to go grab yourself a glass. Uh, one week to the day. And what were you over there for? Uh, work initially, and then also to see no, uh, Travis. Some old look friends. at me. Look at me. See how I'm talking into the mic? Need I you do. to make there love to it. There you go. Get down on it. Make love. I was over there for a week. Uh, to the day, initially for work, and then uh, got to see some old friends, so that was nice. What? Uh, how many cities did you go to? Just London? 
Uh, I was up in uh, Huntingdon. Um, my friends from Wolverhampton came down, and then I was in London for the weekend. Now, you used to live there. That's, is that why you know everybody? <laughs> Correct. I lived there for five years. And how was the craft beer scene then? It was absolute shit. Uh, Brewdog was kind of just starting up, and uh, I was able to order it and have it delivered to my house. Um, now it's picked up, and there's Brewdog pubs every, on every corner. There's a lot of the uh, some of the <coughs> specialty craft beer places don't even carry Brewdog because they can get it at the supermarket. So they're kind of oh, really? going against the Brewdog thing now. Is Brewdog's the equivalency of AB now over there? I don't think it's quite that bad, but it's yeah. it's getting up there. If you, if you can get it everywhere, there's some some uh, bottle shops that won't carry it. It's the Sam Adams of England. That's yeah. crazy to me because this beer is actually really nice. Their whole yeah. Brewdog's whole thing is like fresh. anti-establishment. You know, like they're always trying to to go against. I think you know tradition and stuff. And so, for beer shops to not carry their product because they because made they're too they, common. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't like it. Kyle actually had a pretty good point, though. This is really fresh. I mean, usually when we drink these beers, they're so stale because th- we don't get an opportunity to have them, you know, c- fresh. I-, I think it's a really interesting. I think you're right. It also doesn't drink like ten and a half percent. That blows my mind to hear that that this is ten and a half percent. It doesn't taste so, that. Travis, yeah. what's the uh, best brewery in the UK right now? Either your opinion or uh, national opinion. So after everything I just said about BrewDog, <coughs> I do actually really like BrewDog. Um, when I lived there, they were kind of just starting up, so I, I, I do go looking for them. They do, uh, do some really great great beers. Uh, when I was there on this particular visit, they had a collaboration with 51 other breweries, uh, one-off series, so I was able to try. I think I got up to... They did 50 different collaborations? Right, so they, they didn't collaborate with each of those breweries. They brought in... Uh, some. Of the, they collaborated with some of them. And then they got other breweries to collaborate with each other, and they put them all on tap for kind of a one-off, uh, one-off beers, and did fifty-one. So of them. they collaborated with them, and then got them to collaborate with each other while they stood in the corner and watched, or uh, yeah, probably with one hand on their dick. It's a That's, that you made a, that yeah. weird. God. It's a swinger Christ, collaboration. <laughs> <sighs> we tried. Yeah, we did. We, we always tried. try. Yeah. This is nice though. Like I've I've had a lot of Fuller stuff. We used to have them on. Um, cask down at Llewellyn's, you get you know the and traditional engines and yeah i never had I won't anything say that uh, they're fuller's porter is one of the greatest porters like the porter. in the history uh, we had their I, i'm surprised that you said that pale I and really their am. esb and something else uh i don't remember what it was but they were they were fine they've just, been making that porter for 200 years i know the exact I, it, same just, way. it just I mean, surprised it just surprised me that you like that i can respect what they do yeah Uh, we had something to say right <laughs> so, there, and then it, uh, uh, I either decided not to or lost this? it. <laughs> no, this is the only one I got. So I would guess with age that this beer would, even though it's an Imperial IPA, I bet it gets old ale-ish. Probably turn into something like a 120. 120, yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. I, like I got it. a keg of 120 <laughs> sitting back there. I'm trying to decide if I want to sit on it for a decade or sell it now. I mean... Holding on to it for a decade is like a, uh, not admission, uh, a goal to be open that long, right? Right. So, yeah. no, I think you hold on to it for that long, and it's always something to, that you'll have. Keep going because there's going to be something really cool 10 years from now. Yeah. Jeff, I think my first experiences with 120 were because of you, and 
aged 120, I did not enjoy very much. Have you had one aged 10 years? No. It turns into a, an amazing beer. It turns into a barley wine, if you will. It's unbelievably good. It's almost a barley wine to start, though, right? Damn near, yeah. But it, all the alcohol heat goes away. All the hop character is 100% right. gone. So I, I the have beer a, gets way darker. I have, it's a whole, I have a whole case, so how much did I save to experiment? Uh, if it were me? So so when, we, when we're doing this podcast, if it makes it another year, I mean, we'll be lucky. But uh, if we, if we make it two years... I should bring a bottle. I think you should drink one bottle every year. We. I think we should drink one bottle every okay, year. Okay, let's see. For the next two, uh, 24 years. I like it. Do you guys think we'll make it another year? No, no. Yes. Maybe. We'll see. There are other answers. <laughs> I mean, Talk STL has taken us a long way. I think we're going to make it. <laughs> hey, wait, we're at... Um, 120 shows or something like that now, total? Yeah, something like that. So, that's a lot all right. Of so you said there's yeah. a Brewdog pub on every corner. What's that mean exactly? Brewdog kind of like here where they sell other people's beers, because Brewdog's a brewery, right? So they they carry obviously most of their own stuff, and then they carry some other stuff in there as well. Some other local breweries. Um, I think you can get some some of the bigger name craft breweries from here. You get Stone over there at at the Brewdog pub. So kind of like here is the answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this has been good. Yeah. It's been good radio. Um, <laughs> I do want to crack another one of these beers open. I'm going to go with the one I, that I has really, the worst name ever for, for, I my, really like for this an beer, IPA. Actually. It's just called Haze IPA. I like this beer, too. It's called what? Haze. Not hazy, just haze. Just seems lazy. I, let me ask you guys a question. I think it's more the British restraint. This isn't British. No, this one's this one's local. <laughs> this is a uh, stupid name. This is from Flick. He went up to right. uh, Wisconsin last week to buy a trailer, and he brought us back some beer. Caravan? That's a little bit pop-up. Yeah, like dags. Yeah. <laughs> as far as European beers, have you had anything that's you would consider up-to-date as far as our standards? Oh, you mean Americanized? Are you asking if other countries outside of America I are saying is, I mean, we have a pretty wide collection of styles so, and experimentation. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm, that doesn't seem right. What I'm saying is that so everybody brews based on their what what they have around them. So if you have like in Australia, you have uh, certain hops. If you are in the west coast of the United States, you have certain hops. Thanks, that subscribe, uh, uh, Scotty. Uh, in Europe, they have the same hops that they've been brewing with for a very long time. Have sure. you had anything that would you you would consider up to date as far as more floral hops? I think a lot of breweries of in Europe are, are doing more stuff. What? Mickler? Yeah, it's the first one yeah, to come right. to mind. Mickler yeah, and twin, Evil Twin. For sure. Yeah, you're right. Travis, well, what about but you? you? I mean, you were just you, over you there. You can consider Evil Twin, right? What's that? Because he's a nomad brewery. I mean, he's brewing a lot in the United States. Yeah, but he's still from there. Yeah. But he's yeah. bringing the United States a lot. He's using yeah, sure. you know, he's using resources from the United States. Yeah, there's Tra- actually a uh, brand new Mikkel, uh, Mickler pub in um, in London now that we went to as well. Do they brew what? there? I don't think they brew there at the location. No. Are there are breweries over there doing Americanized IPAs? Yes, in fact, a lot of them are actually named American whatever West Coast IPA. Oh, they're doing all that. Yeah. 
it's so easy to get product from one point to another point in this world, like access to hops or different grains or whatever. I don't think is or even yeast for that matter is is an issue for for a lot of breweries, especially if you look at a, a I think a country like England who has a very deep history in brewing England and Germany, and then they look at the U.S. who's got you know just just booming industry for beer right now. Why would they not try to do stuff? Like I'm just wondering if here. there's so much tradition surrounding their style, like that they're a little more traditional, and so that they like the the people <laughs> itself doesn't they don't have the palate for it or don't have the desire for it. <clears throat> I, I and I have no nothing to back that up. You I can just look don't. at Anheuser's hundred change years of domination here in this country, and and as far you know, people just drink German style pilsners basically for how long? I think I think it was a pretty quick switch. Especially in the last ten years, like for people to get used to. But I know what you're saying. You know, Germany, I think, is the biggest proponent of keeping tradition alive. Where you you, you definitely aren't seeing German breweries over here selling non Reinheitsgebot beers. You know. Yeah, I don't have an answer. It just it feels to me like. And I don't know why, and I have nothing to back this up, that certain European countries are more resistant to bigger styles and bolder flavors because they value tradition over that experimentation where I think that sure. America has a – and I, once again, I have nothing to back that up. I don't, I, I don't know if that's the case. Um, you got, go ahead. I was just going to say, specifically in England, when I first uh, moved over there, a uh, uh, misconception that I had was that all their beer was served warm. All their, their real ales, their cask ales, and they do have a lot of those. They're not served warm. They're served at cellar temperature. Uh, and there's – it does have a, a following. The, there's a lot of people over there that don't, don't like the American-style beers. They like only those real ales. And they're not bad, I guess. There are some bad ones, uh, but they're all generally really low ABVs. Um, it's all stuff you could sit and drink for a right. session. Yeah. Sure. Session beers, right. <coughs> right, but – and th- they all taste about the same. That's probably my only real complaint about it is that they all taste about the same. Sure. If you go and have a a real cast ESB at one brewery, it's going to taste the same at another brewery because of that tradition. I'm sure that there was a recipe that someone had 400 years ago that everyone it's, kind it's of based off of. It's also a stylistic thing. I mean, there's only so many ways you can make an ESB taste. Sure. No, you're like, right. That's uh, yeah, definitely. Justin, you've dealt with uh, like the cask uh, – like basically, like the pump, uh, mm-hmm. the engines. Yeah, so that's probably close to fifty degrees. If I had, if I had to guess, forty. Um, we maybe? kept ours in the in the cellars or Kelvin. Um, <laughs> Plato. Do you have a Do you have an idea of temperature? Yeah, they, they were they were probably in at? the the sixties. W- we yeah. probably served them way warmer than they should have been. Yeah. Um, Did you waste a lot? Oh my god. Yeah. So much. So so it should have been probably <laughs> it, it should have been served at. It a was little, set it, up. It, a, it was it set, the engine should have been served or it should have been at much lower, probably in the lower fifties. Yeah, and the kegs were also twenty feet away. Yeah. So you had twenty feet of line you had to hand pump sure. beer through. All that beer just sits in those lines and gets warm and carbon. You know, gets foamy that way. So yeah, it was not set up well, and uh, it didn't. It really did a disservice to to the brewery. I think to serve the beer that way. So, so generally, um, like my beer um, is served at around thirty-eight degrees. Um, we go a little warmer here, but you yes, have macros. You, yes, we do. You yeah. have macros on yes. tap, which need to be yes. served colder. So, I, you know, I have no problem with a bar that 
I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 75 feet away, so it's kind of hard to gauge temperature. Yeah, that's real no matter, far. No matter what, I, I, it's hard to I, – I can't change temperature from Mac or from, like, a Bud Light to a Odell rupture. Sure. Um, but, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's, there's certain temperatures that that – match styles way better and that i mean like this time of year is perfect a perfect example because i mean style should be served in the upper 50 or in the lower i mean mid 50s probably i i prefer to drink my beer probably warmer than most people and probably warmer than what most people would tell you to serve beer at um it's just a habit especially like doing the show you know we always drink stuff that's been out on the table and really like that cold is kills flavor right like you want something to to warm up a little bit and let all the flavors of the hops, uh, the aromatics, you know, the malt and whatever specialty ingredients are in there to come out. And when you're serving beer, it, you know, you go to a, a bar and they're like, here's my 29 degree Bud Light cooler. You know, like I know people don't drink Bud Light for the flavor, but like the little bit of flavor that is in a product like that, you're not getting any of it when you drink something that cold. Uh, but I know Jeff can tell you this, I'm sure, too. Like we, we've been here six years. And the amount of, I don't want c- complaints or questions about our product was it being, you know, s- stuff being served too warm has really dipped off in the last year, especially, I would say. This Hayes IPA is good. Yeah. It's I like a little, it. It's a I little like it a lot better than I thought it was going to. It's fine. My, I mean, it, it's just, this is every beer yeah. this style I've ever had. And I'm not saying that's bad. This tastes great. Like I mean, it's and and, and I realize this is a, a style that's very popular. It's just for me, like for the restaurant. That's if you, the, like I like it, this is exactly like if you lined five of these up, five different breweries making this style, I couldn't tell the difference. I'm sorry. I, there's here. a there's a flavor on the finish that I don't care for on this beer. I thought and the I, same thing. I can't really pinpoint it. It's just uh, I don't want to say soapy because. Most people say you know, soap or is kind of an off flavor. And I don't think it's an off flavor. I, I think it's just a hop choice, maybe that's got a little floralness that I don't. I'm not. I'm not enjoying personally. This one, yeah. Really? Uh, this has been one of my more favorite mine. ones that I've had. Yeah, I don't. I don't of this style. I think I'm it's got a great way. aroma. It's just it's got a flavor on the end that I don't. I don't really care for. But I, I mean, I'm going to defer to the three people, other people that enjoy yeah. this right now. So. <laughs> Ju- no, Justin, I'm on the same side. Uh, for for Two the people, for the uh, the people that you know, you they they, they claim that they love like ice cold beer or you know like fast eddies here in town or or in Alton, they they have the coldest beer in town. The thing about when they serve beer and they the the craftiest beer they they sell is Blue Moon. They serve it in super cold temperatures and they serve it in a cold goblet or a goblet that's been in the freezer. It freezes your taste buds, so you can't taste shit. So it really doesn't make any sense. It's like the yeah, but how many people? I like I, I can't imagine that the clientele cares about that. Like I mean, it because they no, never no, realize no, no like one, that's. But you know what? For the Budweiser drinker that is in love, and then they're branching out, and they're saying, "This is my my craft beer, Blue Moon." That makes perfect sense for them. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I totally understand what you're saying there. Justin here for Morning Recovery. You know what I love? Drinking. You know what I hate? Hangovers. That's why I never leave the bar without grabbing a Morning Recovery. 
No, they didn't bottle up Ann Sullivan, but it is full of vitamins and science. Drink it at the end of the night and wake up feeling like you had a boring night in with the family. Check out MorningRecoveryDrink.com for more information. And remember, with Morning Recovery, tomorrow starts tonight. Jeff, uh, he had something for us, right? Nah. Good. Roll three? Good. Roll three. All right. Another beer then? <laughs> uh, I did. I got to find it, though. Um, somebody. Oh, fuck you. They just logged me out of my email. Hang on. Uh, there Who is, is they? The Googles. The, the royal they. <laughs> the, the lizard people that run the government. I had a music question asked me the other day, and I thought you guys would really like it. Okay. We'll be the judge Under of the that. bridge, Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's <laughs> no. always under the bridge. California. Who? California. Who is not, I mean, and no, there's nothing wrong, but it, who is not considered a, man. Who is not considered a homosexual has the best male voice. Wait, what? In rock what? and roll. What does that have to look? What is homosexual? Well, you you, t- you, t- you take two out. The two the two I don't pro- know that, that has to do with anything, yes. but D- yeah. Somebody there, asked you this? Yes. So you just remove Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson. Well, I would call them uh, rock and roll. No. And the answer then becomes no. Axel or Chris Cornell. Say it again? Axel or Chris Cornell? Axel was brought up. You Axel, just, just want to take out the like the top two singers. Yeah, no, 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 this was. <laughs> but I don't even know if it was no, singers. Like this was. I didn't ask this question. That's such someone, an obscene someone, way to ask so, a, a, a question me. in a ridiculous. I don't like it. But but <sighs> but but there was two guys that I mean when we did our when we did our draft, you had Freddie Mercury and you had Michael Jackson. You put Prince up there, not in their category, just as but he the w- top. He, yeah, he wasn't brought up as a as a a lead vocalist. Yes, he was. No, he was your number one basis. Yeah, uh, I picked him as an all-arounder, but it doesn't matter. It, it's a stupid question. I don't. Yeah, I don't like is, the question. I don't like the way. They, have to yeah, do I don't think it matters. At I, all. I, I just said, what, like, who like, was the I, best lead singer that was left-handed? <laughs> Freddie Mercury. The, the three of you both <laughs> stared at me. Like no, this. you're all. You're right, right, it all like worthwhile. It makes as much sense as that. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's. I think it's Axl Rose. Here's hey, the thing. thanks for that, fellow man. Appreciate here's it. Here's the thing. I, or gal. I, in, unless somebody has uh, – look, I don't believe – this question is invalid because I don't think there's any evidence to suggest that Freddie Mercury was a homosexual, and so it's he has the greatest voice of all time. <laughs> Speaking of Freddie Mercury, there's a guy that works for Wiseacre. They have a brewer there, a splitting image of Freddie. Like, he would come – Dude, he was wearing the, like, Daisy Duke shorts, had the mustache – Everything. Sure, like, Are you guys like, excited? Like, you know, there's a, a documentary coming out. I, I want to see. Oh, it. I can't it's wait. Week. It's a dude from uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. I yeah, think yeah. it's going to be awesome. So, do you I know really who originally start was supposed to star as Freddie Mercury in that movie? I do not. Sasha Baron Cohen. No fucking way. Mm-hmm. I could actually see that. I think he would have been good. Okay, and I honestly, don't think he so. Le- so he left the project because apparently the the remaining members of Queen are involved in this project, and they wanted to make it not so much about Freddie Mercury as the band after. So apparently, like, half the movie is after he dies, which I have no interest in seeing at all. Like, I don't... It's just a following of the band post... As they deal with Freddie? Yeah. Like, did they do well, another that's album? that's disappointing to hear. I, and look, I don't... I don't look, this was, this, was, uh, this was a year and a half ago when this all came out. Like, I think I actually Sasha Baron Cohen would have been a phenomenal or at least an interesting. I, I disagree. Don't, I think so. I think he's a, a good entertainer, and uh, I don't know his persona is very uh, boisterous. Yeah, and buoyant, like yeah. Whatever. I think like, he could have 
really fit that role. Is the guy that's playing him is is he known? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Mr. Robot was kind of a big show. I think it was. And he's been in other. He movies. was also in Not at the Museum. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. As what? Yeah, as Jeff told me that the Egyptian other day. King. We were talking about this, and I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I would have never ever remembered that until he. Yeah. It this Ace Platinum guy gave us a follow. He wants to ask one question in exchange yep. for the follow. Sure. Any yeah. of you guys ever needed to take a shit while doing the show? Uh, no. I yeah. was. I no. was do mine before yeah. the no. show. There you go, buddy. <laughs> uh, did, did he listen to our last show? We talked. No. About, or well, yeah, that was no, after I don't dark. think so. Well, yeah, the after dark. We talked a lot about, and we found out that Justin likes to roll his toilet toilet paper, which is disgusting. It's not rolling. It's yeah, 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 that's weird. He folds. The it. amount of time you spend thinking about other people poop is actually <laughs> phenomenal. It's what pretty they, incredible. Whether where they sit, stand, how they roll, the amount of emotional and intellectual having energy, conversation you and, 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 and like you, stand is soaking, not work, soaking that this in. Is not the first conversation we've had about. I can scrab you the other one. Yeah, would you? Yeah. You you that. are you are borderline obsessed with how other people both defecate and clean up after said defecation, and it is unbelievable to me. Mark's on my bad list by right now. I'm just not a big fan of him. Your bad list? Yeah. What happens when you're on the bad list? You can't, uh, you can't do trivia queen. on Wednesday. <laughs> and I don't buy you any Rumplemans. Oh, no. okay. That's no. a bad what list. Do I need to, that is a bad <laughs> list to be need, on. What do I need to do Mark to get back doesn't in? get any more Rumplemans. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm so... Kyle, I'm sorry. You also I get bad touched. I beseech you on... <laughs> yeah, for you, bad guy. Um, so, Jeff was saying when we were, we were talking about... Um, Remy, what's his name? Uh, Raheem Malkin. Malik. Malik. That some people were mad because he was Egyptian portraying Freddie Mercury. Like, if, uh, is he really? Yeah, he's, he is Egyptian, but he doesn't. Uh, Freddie Mercury was Lebanese. Yeah, I said. That, I mean, he's, it's, I mean, it's he's, the same area. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what name? the. I'm asking. Is Freddie Mercury his actual name? No. Yeah, no, I was no. say, it's, it's like, Frank Mercury. No, it's I mean, because that doesn't sound. Because yeah, Mercury was the real one. <laughs> <laughs> Everything over here is fucked up for me yeah. right now. It's really Farouk Balsara. <laughs> Holy shit! And where is he from? Or where is he born? Yeah. That's uh, not what I wanted to open. We are going to open Zan- it up here, though. No, Zanzibar. Uh, he was born. In Zanzibar? He was born in Zanzibar, which is now Tanzania. That's where I'm at. Hmm. I ordered him from there. Yeah. I didn't cook him, though. No, of course not. Oh, okay. I'm a- God, oh, so this... Uh, really sad. I kind of want to hear him sing that song. I wish he was alive long enough to sing Fucker Gently. <laughs> uh, this uh, uh, recent Lambert study on Yahoo mm. uh, has showed yeah. the top 10 cities uh, in which people spend money on alcohol. By the household. Okay. U.S. cities? U.S. cities. Top, per the capita? amount sold per household so per cap- okay. a year. All right. Mm-hmm. In U.S. Are they all, in the U.S. They're all, are they all in Wisconsin? They are, uh, in fact, none of them. Oh. Because uh, like, uh, like a while ago, they published a list of the drunkest cities, and out of 20 of them, nine yeah. of them were in Wisconsin. I would have to bet, like, Bismarck or... Um, in Alaska, Juneau. Uh, Juneau. Uh, no, but Anchorage, Anchorage is okay. number one, two, um, three, four, five. What's uh, what? Idaho, Asheville, um, uh, Boise, Boise. I would put on there. 
Are, honestly, are these like because I, I can't get a gauge on the are these okay outside of Anchorage, the rest of them are all pretty big cities. Oh, that's oh, what I was right. okay. Chicago. Uh, Anchorage spends seven hundred and eighty-eight dollars per year per household. Chicago did not make the list. Eighty bucks a month. No, seventy bucks a month ish. Like that doesn't seem like an unreasonable amount of money. Honestly, to like. Okay, that's saying so something every, about our drinking. Every year habits. I do every year I have to do my books and I, I have a business account obviously and I do uh, trivia at Shamrocks. The amount of money I spend I spend every year at Shamrocks is kind of embarrassing. Well, this yeah. is probably why St. Louis comes in at number 9. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Miami. I'm pretty sure it's because of us. Miami, no. No. no but it's, so you're Los like, Angeles. Too big. Oh, no. Oh, no. The Wisconsin cities aren't on there. No, no I was place in to think of big brewing towns, you know what I mean? But uh, Minneapolis, San Diego. Minneapolis is number 7. San Diego yeah. is number one. Portland. Uh, San Diego is number one. Yeah, yeah $1,112. They are up 30.8% from last year. That's yeah. got to be because the the, Bend. the ports there. Mm. You're wrong, Travis. Um, but, you, but you're in the right area. I Massachusetts. Mean, uh, Boston, sorry. Uh, Boston is number four. Yeah, just the Irish up there. We like to drink. So, uh, Seattle is we, number two. That's cultural appropriation. It's not. That's what we do. Appropriate other people's culture. Yeah. We just yeah. drink. Seattle's number two at nine hundred eighty-six dollars, and uh, okay. So, so let, what, just go through the top ten real fast. Down we, from number one, they're they're down twenty-two point six percent is San Francisco. Uh, they got Boston, Anchorage, Anchorage, Denver, Minneapolis, Baltimore, St. Louis, and DC. Okay, none of those really like. DC surprised surprise me. me too much. Well, DC D- does. DC doesn't because this is based on how much you spend, and bars in DC are expensive as shit. Less people, say, more. Right, you notice more most money. of these, these are, are very, very high cost, high of, cost living, of living yeah. cities, or in the middle of nowhere, i.e., Anchorage or brewing cities, Minneapolis, St. Louis. Yeah. I, so. I think when you have, I'm surprised there aren't more like uh, a couple, a couple more industrial cities on there. Pittsburgh or um, they're too poor. Something like East St. Louis. But beer is such a culture culture with I think blue collar. But you're buying like the beers. The, the, the people in Pittsburgh, right? I mean, I'm assuming are drinking two dollar Yinglings, whereas you know people in San Francisco will go out to a craft beer scene and and indulge that. You know, people in Denver are willing to. So when you when you're, look, because I think it comes down to not how much you drink, so much as the beer, the you price drink, point. How much they, yeah, the price point. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I just, I don't know. When I think, I guess you know, Boston kind of works its way in, into there, but I, I just I expected it. I don't know a slightly different demographic. Anchorage is the one that surprises me because all the other all the other cities are are major and like major, you know, like. But I mean, I guess. There's nothing else to There's do nothing there. Nothing else to do. I, I've heard that uh, Alaska has one of the highest. It has the populations highest. of alcohol. It has the highest rate of alcohol. Well, you know, yeah. in, in the northwestern part of Alaska, alcohol is illegal. Yeah, they still drink. That. I think it's more. It's than like, that. I think there's a they, lot of Alaska that alcohol is still. They illegal. did that whole show about um, Alaskan bootleggers. Yeah, like, so they get know. them from Russia. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're, they they're, just jump they're, across. See it. They jump across the street from my house. They're just chucking bottles of vodka over the no. <laughs> over the Bering Strait. <laughs> but they they pay like Hunter for, Palin just for a, a giant for a, a fifth of of whiskey. They pay like fifty or sixty dollars. That's crazy. We have a good in St. Louis, man. I was talking to somebody. Uh, maybe it was the Australian guy, 
because uh, when, when he was visiting all the cities here, I was asking him, like, oh, you know, what was surprising cost-wise and stuff. He he said that, uh, what was a pack of cigarettes in Australia? Like $28, $28 or $46, dollars? something yeah. like that. Just and, uh, stupid expensive. Yeah. And he was he was what's talking about what's weed right? and cocaine also being very expensive over there compared to here. Um, but, I mean, like a pack of cigarettes here is like five bucks. So. Oh. You could buy a carton of cigarettes here oh, for one pack over carton. there. So, yeah, okay. Because we were like, dude, what do you do to be able to travel here for a month or whatever? They're hitting like 14 cities or something like yeah. that. And they went to a sporting, and going to a sporting event in each one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's college football, professional, whatever. Well, they went to hockey, baseball, college football, NASCAR. Um, Quidditch. Uh, NASCAR still going on. Or some kind of car race yeah. they went to. Yeah. Uh, they oh, went to a playoff they were here for a baseball playoff game, um, and then they're ending in Vegas just to blow more money. When but I lived in Detroit, uh, there was a couple I knew from Spain that were uh, they they were over here. Like Daimler Chrysler at the time, like paid them to come over here and work for a while. But they were here for five or six years. Like they they they'd only planned to spend six months here, but they kept taking these weekend trips. And, uh, like, initially, they went to these major cities, you know, Chicago, L.A., or whatever. But eventually, like, they took a trip pretty much every weekend because they just wanted to see But Let's go to Omaha. Akron. Like, they, oh like, they were like, we're right. going to Akron. Like, uh, seriously, they were like, I, I, I'd walk up and like, where are you going this week? Oh, we're going to Akron. Yeah, glass what the, capital what is of the it? world. Is that, is that for real? The glass uh, know, capital? Akron, no, sorry, that's Toledo. Akron is the rubber capital of the world, yeah. Trojan? Lots, lots of condoms. Trojans Trojan there? Man. Just everywhere. Uh, it was just so weird. They were like, "Oh yeah," they, but seriously, they were Tommy like, "Oh boy. yeah, we're going to Tulsa this week." This week, we're just going to drive down to Tulsa and see what it's at, see what's up. I wish to one day have that kind of disposable income, right? Where every weekend that you could one day go to Tulsa. Tulsa, Tulsa. <laughs> That's yes. a big goal, buddy. It is a big goal. Dare to dream, bro. I, I dare to fucking dream. Hey, what's that? What's set the? What's set short goals? And uh, you know what? We'll start in and Tulsa. You know, and then and we'll go to Akron. If you end up in in Duluth, and then maybe at, at, at Fitgers, like maybe, like maybe, <laughs> like how big would like how big of a deal would that it be? It costs it's, it's nine hours to get there. I but it costs seventeen dollars to fly there. I want to work. For, I want to work my way from Akron to Miami in order of how expensive <laughs> how the expensive city is. <laughs> Every year, I'm going to pick a new city to go to, and hopefully. I make that much more a year to Lexington go to the next bitches halfway city. there. <laughs> so what we need to do is get a printout of like the top fifty most, most expensive, expensive cities. cities to live in, and we'll start at number fifty. Yeah, and every year after, and hopefully within fifty years, we can make it to San Fran or Jackson Hole or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I guess it would be Jackson Hole would be the highest one. Is it really? Yeah, Coronado. I was gonna say, where the fuck is Coronado? I thought L.A. would be the most expensive. Oh, I've never heard of it. That's probably why. It's too expensive for me to even have heard of. <laughs> there's, got they've got so much money that they've told the country, shh, don't tell exist. Justin. Doesn't exist. All right, <laughs> just don't tell Justin. Actually, it's just rule, rule three of Mevitt. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Oh, Coronado exists? Nah. Okay. Are we allowed to do multiple cities in one one trip? Like, the, can we do fifty and forty nine and forty eight in one weekend? Because like, I don't want to spend three days in Akron. Nobody does. <laughs> can we hit? <laughs> where do you th- just out of curiosity? Where do you think St. Louis falls in this list? Oh, I, I, I mean, it's like thirties. Th- yeah, no. probably. Uh, I've got I've, the Google. 
think no, it's, no, it's I, probably way lower. I would, I, I would say. guess it's maybe. I wouldn't even know that it would break the top hundred. I think it's way less than that. I think. It, uh, by the way, I think it depends on what you're talking about. You're talking, I bet Des Moines, Iowa. No. Um, we'll go off. Um, I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna say it's in the 40s. We'll say n- uh, net income based on city or oh, me- median sure, median yeah, in- income. Okay, uh, that's. I didn't know that's what we were going with. St. Louis is actually might be up there then. This has San Fran as as the most expensive. They need to make one hundred twenty three thousand dollars to live comfortably. Right. So, it's the techie stuff. No, but it's it's it, like it's it's eight thousand dollars a month for an, a yeah, one bedroom, right? I mean, a, not even a bedroom for a flat. You know. Would you? How much? I was being facetious, uh, but, no, but you're I've heard really people like, on Reddit no, talk about how $44,000 a month plus to share an apartment, like two-bedroom apartment in, if you want to live in the city. Whew. San Francisco is not fun uh, either. San Fran, New York. San Fran, New York, San Jose, Oakland, and then D.C. are the top five. Yeah. Scotty said he's going to so give me 20 bucks and I can go to Wichita, and I will take you up on that, and I will expect that crisp $20 bill here tomorrow waiting for me, buddy. So my, my dad the, the was my dad was in DC, yeah, and they've always known. So uh, he was right by Georgetown, and that from from what the media like pursues or what, what, what they say, yes. yeah, that it's supposed to be dangerous. DC has one of the highest crime rates. And my dad said he's like, you would never know that. He's like, we were all but around Georgetown. They had a meeting in Georgetown University. And St. Louis like, has a very small section of yeah. bad area, but there, uh, most of St. Louis County is really nice and old. And but, but look, both like cool. Georgetown and cities like, or uh, colleges like USC, like they are in awful neighborhoods. But the police force is so, like I mean the campus crime is relatively low. Yeah, once you get like here. a mile away, but that's, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's what I asked him. I said, "Hey, were you driving around the campus or were you outside of it?" His hotel was kind of in between. Georgetown in the, I guess, the D.C. area, which, I mean, they're pretty close, but he was like, you would never know that, that it was a dangerous area. But it's the same way with... Um, all this, everything I'm finding uh, is fucking clickbait. Fuck BuzzFeed and all of their clickbait bullshit. I'd same with, like, Del Mar, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you're fine on, on the street, but you go anywhere north three or Three blocks. Yeah, there, there's only a few blocks that are really safe on, on Del Mar. I think, so, I think beer is actually kind of helping you know change a lot of areas like like that though because breweries are able to move into shitty neighborhoods cheaply and you know i think once you get a a, a good solid business in there that brings people good people to the area i think it's I mean, we're, we're going to call it gentrification yeah, if you want to do that. Like what you're describing is a process called gentrification. And I, it's got good things and it's got bad things. It does. Things. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Down this rabbit hole and talk about I don't want to talk agree. about gentrifying anything. I, I don't, I, that's not a conversation for this show. But there are good things about putting breweries in shitty areas. No, uh, so, I mean, uh, good for them and good for the neighborhood. But, I mean, honestly, like, I, I mean, just generally, like, putting good businesses in neighborhoods. I mean, making – you know what I mean? Like, there's – there's benefits across the board to putting good businesses in all areas. Like that's just especially. I think like a breweries have such a positive connotation for most people. You know, like they're fun people that but there's work the, and own part of the community. That you know kind of I mean? business. Like we're hardworking people. They, you know, they they work with their hands. Like it's it doesn't feel like oh they put a Starbucks on my corner. You know, like I, I think it's just a different feel. I agree. Can you name a big brewery that's in a bad area? How far? Four hands. 
Yeah. Yeah. How far away is Tampa from Miami? Is it a few hours? I actually, I, I, I think it is, but you could ask me a lot about geography in the U.S. Yeah. And Florida is I, not I, I, a state I could give you Florida's an tough, answer yeah. to. Tallahassee's in the in the Panhandle. I know where Panama that. City just, is, yeah. and I know that's north of Orlando. I I, I, <laughs> I know that Tampa's toward the southern part of Florida. Daytona's yes. on the Atlantic side. I'm just, I mean, there, there's definitely a point to you saying that that breweries bring. Economic benefits. Yeah, economic benefits. Yeah, you're right. But uh, but uh, once again, I feel like that's Forehands is definitely I feel like right, that's though, every. I, I, like I feel like Mark, you get closer. I, I I feel like that's every. Um, I feel like that's a lot of places, and I I feel like this has been a pattern that's been growing, and I'm basing this on. So I mean, Cincinnati, where I went to college, there was an area when I was in college you just didn't go to. It was called Over the Rhine. It was originally had a huge German population, and but then it became like a crime-riddled part of the city. And now it was all just German football hooligans. <laughs> uh, no, it was a bunch of German immigrants that, like, I mean, Kyle fit in there great. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I haven't mentioned Hitler in weeks <laughs> and weeks and weeks. Uh, by the way, we just—I opened another beer, but we just had really good zombie dust. I always think that beer's super overrated. I mean, it's fine. This was the probably the best zombie dust I've ever had. I don't know where it came from. It's came from the brewery, I believe. It didn't. It came from. Yeah, it did. You're telling me that Three Floyds doesn't put their logo anywhere on their cans? Yeah. Are you being serious or are you yep. just being an asshole? Um, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. Because you drive through Munster on your way to. Cheese? Uh, Bree. I go for some. Wisconsin. Yeah. If you go the wrong way. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff tells us how to get to places if you go the wrong way. That's a new segment. <laughs> you think anybody think I flipped if I went to L.A. via Omaha? <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. I think I had a stroke. <laughs> uh, so we just opened this bent paddle. Why? Wilderness tuxedo. Duluth. I don't I don't know yeah, if I so. like this name. Raspberry American Sour Ale. I like the beer. I think I kind of... Uh, oh, I like it. It's a D-bomb for me. A what? Diastole. You're wrong. I know you've been brewing beer for a while, and... All I do is sell Bud Light, but I mean, I think you're. Uh, no, I, I I get what he's saying. I, I don't know that it's a bomb, but I taste that flavor. The buttery and it's pretty pr- it's pretty prominent. Yeah. Yeah, I. Somewhere under that, there's a good beer here, but. I agree. When I can pick up the diacetyl, you know it's bad, because I'm not very susceptible to that. Neither and am I. That's what I. Yeah. My second drink. I'm getting a lot of I do. it. I'll get a lot of it in this beer. Uh, yeah, you're right. I do want to go back to Memphis for just a second. Our trip. Uh, there's a new brewery. Are you that just go there through Wichita. Uh, no, I'm going to hop up to Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, Madison, come back down through Philly, back up mm. the B side to uh, Memphis. Okay, that I don't sense. like uh, the B yeah. side. <laughs> That's I, how I want to take my trip. Don't tell me how to drive my car around the mm, country, Kyle. I'm not. I'm not digging the B side. Okay. Anyway, new brewery just opened up. Called Crosstown. Crosstown? Yes. It is awesome. It's Crossroads. 
by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Boom, 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 boom. The location is unbelievable. The building is cool as shit. The beers were all good. Um, Owners were really nice. We met them on Friday. Is it on Beale? No. No, it's it's not too far. Uh Uh-uh. I would... You said the location was great. I just didn't know what... It's kind of it's just... The campus. Yeah. Is. Oh, the okay. I got you. Uh, and they've got, like, uh, they had large beer pong. They had a, a putting uh, uh, for disc golf. They had a couple bag sets out there. Um, and then a bunch of tables outside. It was just really cool. The the yeah. atmosphere of it was the really neat. Of it was just nice. a giant yeah. steel, you know, one of those big steel buildings. Like, it wasn't super fancy, but it was new, and it just looked really cool. It's all painted brown, and then it's in yellow, it said... Cross town at an angle, like all the way, paint just painted straight on yeah, the building. Okay. It was, I don't know, just, it just had, had a cool aesthetic. Had I get a it. Cool yeah. Hey, Justin, will you look at the date on this can? Hello? Because I, I, I feel the diacetol that you're saying, but I feel like that it's new diacetol. It's not dated. New, uh, that's not how diastol works. I uh, know, but I'm like, stop like, you right I, there before I, I, you say no, something stupid. No, no, I, I feel like <laughs> it's too late. Okay, no, no I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying forget that it. He's rolling. It, it's it's definitely infected, but I feel like that. Oh, it's it's not super disgusting like you would think. I can still drink this beer. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't said, I don't hate it. I just I said, would not order a second one though. I, I, I like I said, there's there, a there's, there's little there's bit a of an off flavor for there somewhere for me. here. Yeah. It's just there's. And we, I've had plenty of beers from Bent Paddle that have been great. This is because I don't care for this particular beer. I'm not knocking the brewery or anything. I want to be so very clear about that. So you're allowing me to be a little right? If that's but what you got little, out of yeah. that, yes. We, we we continue to allow you to be like 23% right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I also have to tell you one more story from Memphis. So they just got Lime Scooters there uh, on Friday. Yeah. Oh, like. Explain Lime Scooters. It's it's like Lime Bike. Like, you can rent a scooter, and right. it's an electric scooter, and you pay for however far you drive on it. And when you're done, you just leave it where you find it. Um, I did not have a good experience with the Lime Scooter. <laughs> I was going to no? ask. You I was going to say, out of the, the four scooter? of us, who do you think was the first one to wipe yeah, out? It's fell. me, Lauren, Good Boy, and Justin. Who's the one person to you wipe fell. out? Everyone said Lauren or Good Boy. Yeah, even I them. Say, I I guess, even well, Lauren and Good Boy said Lauren and Good Boy. Good boy was drinks. part of the reason I fell. He was involved in the accident. I would have guessed. I, oh yeah, I would have guessed. Got a cut in his hand, and it's the all fucking gross now. Like I had I've Memphis yeah. Street in my in my hand. I had to pull out. It was Memphis it was, Street, by the way. The first like, people to fall. I would have guessed. Good boy, Lauren, you, Jeff. That's weird. Once again, this is why you're such That's valid. an awful I think drafter good. when we do. Yeah. You were always. Like, I mean. If you were my draft pick, I would BMX for like ten years. I know how to ride number one. First round, Justin. That was the lamest. That that, seriously, that was the lamest. Like seriously, (laughs) I rode BMX for ten years. Like I don't. I know how to. I don't don't think you're making the point. I know how to ride two wheeled, (laughs) two wheeled things. And yet you're gonna blame Good Boy for the crash. (laughs) You fell. Uh, I I will also tell you that when I fell, Jeff and Lauren just kept going, and then. We so? were single file. He was last. I didn't know. I had to turn around and go back. You felt like a bitch. I mean, it was semi-embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I rolled through that motherfucking fall like you have never seen. It was like I had a stunt double that, like, they, you know, you're watching a movie like, hey, you I need idiots. you to fall. These are not them. And I, uh, I, I rolled out of it, and I, I did get this gash on my hand. But everything else, I didn't rip anything or tear any clothing. Um so we're driving down the it looks sidewalk. Like a to me. 
man. There's a few layers of skin. No, man. that's it. It was actually pretty crazy. gnarly. I've done that before on uh, yeah, Saturday yeah. when it yeah. happened. Uh, pretty gnarly. You're my number one draft pick. It's like right in the spot where I move my hand all the time, so it hurts real bad today. But anyway. We're driving down the sidewalk, which we weren't supposed to be doing in the first place, apparently. And Nor good, were we wearing helmets, what you're supposed also to do. Supposed to, they don't provide helmets, though. Like, if you're going to use one what? of these things, you're just supposed to have a helmet with you? That doesn't make any sense. Regardless, good boy's right in front of me. I'm, I'm we're, Like you said, single file. He, at the last second, takes a hard right and, like, jumps off his scooter. And I slam on the brake. And hit the pothole What's that the he top just speed of these things. Like they're probably in the twenties. Four. Two? Nah, they go, they go pretty quick. Twenty miles an hour. Yeah. I'm a Vogue Rule Three. No. no. Nah. Nah. I look it up. It's pretty quick. Either way. No one's gonna look that. I was right behind him, and don't, he doesn't no, say anything. Don't indulge him. He just wrong. dipped just out and jumped <laughs> off his scooter, and then let me fall dodge, into the dodge, pit of death. Dip, duck, or dodge. He dodged, and I dove, and uh, I got this. And then after that, I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm, I was bleeding, and he calls. He's like, where would you guys go? I'm like, you saw me fall, and uh, I'm like, my scooter's not working. He said, all right, and then they kept going. You, he couldn't be making this up any worse than what he is right now. Okay, well, <laughs> what's the real story then? Fill us in. I mean, I Sure, he fell because yeah. he's obviously following good boy way too close to not see the pothole. Sure, okay. We waited at the gas station that they said they had to stop at to buy cigarettes. Okay. And we kept walking out. I, I say we. I kept walking out to the street. Where the fuck are they? Where the fuck are they? So My scooter would not because work. Because he I couldn't still get it to start back up. hasn't shown back up, I call him. Dude, where are you? Uh, by the way, uh, Lime says they can go about 15 miles an hour. Okay, I wasn't that far off. Uh, <laughs> Just a third <laughs> he said i wiped out i'm bleeding i'm going into wendy's to clean up i said cool we'll wait for you here he said nah go ahead we're gonna call an uber i said okay cool i'll meet you there and he said all right <laughs> there was 15 minutes between when i fell in that conversation where they just kept oh. going we went a block. Oh, I don't know how, how far you went. We said we were going to meet at the gas station. I wanted how to make it. How long had you been walking? You could have texted me and said, dude, wiped the, the out. The gas station was way farther away from us than we thought, baby. I could see the. I'm just telling the story and using exaggerative effect <laughs> for entertainment value, Jeff. God damn it. Yeah, you fucking ruined it. Yeah, way to undermine yeah. Way to let everyone this know been now a great that. story, but. Jeff just kept undermining you over and over again. Yeah. Just all you had to do was take that so, little thing for the so, team and be the jerk yeah, just, just for 30 seconds. Just it makes the story way better. Just to recap. Justin fell off a scooter. Yes. Mildly hurt himself and then had to take an Uber. Like, I don't even know why we're talking. Like, can we just edit this part out? No. Yeah, okay. No. I was Real just three. telling a story about no. riding the scooters in Memphis. It was just a so weekend related thing. Yeah, she had. Uh, she had a science conference to go to on Friday. She's a fucking saint. And uh, then she had to did get ready for all her? of her. Uh, it did. She did get blinded by science. Ooh. This is a, we just opened Buxton's Kentucky Woods Bourbon Barrel you don't like this? Imperial I Stout. Do, do you? 13.8%. And you can taste all of them. 
Aged for 12 months in fresh Kentucky oak. Kentucky, yeah. I Kentucky love, oak, Kentucky. which previously held one of the finest bourbon whiskeys, but it doesn't tell you which one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a trademarking it issue. It was Jim Beam 8 Star. Yeah. Or McCormick's. Mm, I don't like this beer. I don't have a problem with it. This beer smells incredible. Yeah. Uh, Do you know that it smells me, great. It me and Lynn like and Kelly are getting ready to go into therapy together? Do you know that? No. Tell me why. Friends Tell is coming. Friends is coming off Netflix. Uh, Lynn owns all of them on DVD, yeah, so right it's just a convenience factor DVD? for. Yeah, she still. Ha- you guys still have a DVD player? Give them to me. I'll rip them. I'll, I'll rip them. Put them up on the. Yes, I do. I do have a DVD player in several places in my house. Not my computer. I don't have an optical Doesn't drive. Does a PlayStation, PlayStation work yeah, as a PlayStation DVD player? Oh yeah. yeah, I got that. All right. I don't have any of that. In that I have, case, I have two DVD yeah, I've got, I've, we've got, I got a, a PS4 downstairs, a PS3 upstairs. That's yeah, it. I got the PS3 in the bedroom. She'll be fine. Yeah. So She's uh, watched the goddamn show 40 times. It's okay. to. And if she, she has to give it up. She continues to watch it, just like me and Kelly. And she cries at the end every time. Yeah. So did, I mean, I don't cry. Want I mean, to get some coffee? <laughs> sure. Sure. Where? So fucking lame. Is that how it ends? That's exactly how it ends. They're moving out. I was like, hey, where are we going to go for coffee? <laughs> it's actually not a bad ending. I actually do. Why don't they just go to Central Park? It's right downstairs. Oh, That's why the didn't. joke. I didn't, no, he was. Don't. You fell off the scooter. No, That's I'm going to ruin. <laughs> I'm going to ruin his That's going to be a new expression for you didn't get it. You just. Yeah. Now we're even. Yeah, you fell I off killed it. <laughs> I killed it for him. He killed it for me. We're even now. Yeah, all right. Good point. You fell off. The if, if there's one thing we proved on the Brewers room, it's just that vengeance is the like the motivating. It's a driving factor, factor for, it's for the me in life. Driving force for the majority of conversations we have. <laughs> yes, you're you're not completely wrong. I still remember shit people said to me ignorantly in like middle school, in high school, and every once in a while it just pops in my head. And now now that you've brought that up, I'm just yeah. Like you have to what? watch Daria. Daria? You said in high school. Yeah. What's an example of somebody that really, like, ignorantly pissed you off at some point? Uh, I'm not going to say their name on. Yeah, no, yeah, I just, like, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, do, do, but you have one? Like, what, oh, was yeah. a, what was the conversation about? It wasn't even a conversation. It was just, like. They were just that, okay. Walked know. by and said something to me, and it just stuck in my head, and I remembered it. 20 yeah. fucking years later. <laughs> I got a guy like that. <laughs> What's yours? And it wasn't even like something super bad that he said. It was just kind of an offhanded comment that really pissed me off at the time. And for some reason, I can't get it. I can't oh, ever forget I've, about it. I this have. guy told me that it, like I stink or something. I mean, it was oh. trivial. It was stupid. It wasn't anything yeah. hurtful, but he, but he meant it that way. And he wanted to fight me in the middle of the hallway. This was a month out of graduation, and I was super worried I wasn't going to graduate because my grades weren't exactly the best. Yeah. Um, and so I refused to fight him in the middle of the hallway because I didn't want to get suspended and end up having to go to summer school or something like that. Uh, I kept telling him outside after school, but no, he, he just liked making the scene in front of everybody and trying to make me look like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, Tony Serino, fuck that guy. On the same token, opposite hand though, or opposite side, I guess, of the token. I also remember... A guy, I will say his name because this isn't a bad thing. His name was Brad Beekman. We went to middle and high school together. This sixth grade. We were just outside playing Foursquare, which was an awesome game when you're yeah. 11 years old. And he said something like, you got to be your own dog. And I remember that to this day. I don't even know what why he said it or 
what his connotation was. He wasn't going to dick know, you down. Do you won't. know where that came from? <laughs> it was like a T-shirt or something. Like um, You're the man now, dog. <laughs> you you, you want to come full circle? It's red dog beer. <laughs> I had a shirt. Be your own dog. Is it really? That's right. Oh, he must maybe his dad had a red dog shirt and he just I had a shirt one day. I, had I don't a shirt, know. Red dog beer that said "Be your own dog." Or what'd you say? Be, be your own dog. You gotta be your own dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. Just, the slogan on the shirt was "Be your own dog." So, Not gotta be, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's right. The only time that I've ever been in trouble in any school was that my mom allowed me to wear a shirt. It was a red dog beer shirt. It said, "She let you wear dog. a red dog shirt to school." Yeah, and I had to turn it inside out. That's because it looked like Batman eating out Catwoman. Did you have to put your tender heart in a blender? If you look at that logo upside down, it's it's Batman going down on a woman. Really? So yep. it most definitely is. Kyle, do you have an example of some super ignorant person early on in your life that like messed you up? It was his mother sending him to school in a beer shop. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, might be. <laughs> he had to go to the bathroom, turn it inside out. It's fucking miserable. Uh, not the top of my head, but I'm sure I do. Mark, I do. I have something very specific, but I. I say you seem like you're going to be way more specific than the rest of us. You, you kept trying air. to get us yeah, to do I it. Yeah, I know. And I okay. So I was having a conversation one time about the greatest male singer of all time, and some ignorant guy kept saying it had to do with sexuality, and so he kept <laughs> excluding homosexuals, one of whom wasn't even a homosexual, uh, to my knowledge. So both the people I said were homosexuals. Uh, yeah, it didn't matter. Like, I, why, why isn't the conversation about the greatest male singer of all time just the conversation about the greatest yeah. singer of all time? But, oh, you have to bond. We're, we need to hug with this group <laughs> therapy thing that uh, Awesome Epidemic just pointed out because we went I through. Took the two best singers of all time out of the equation. I know. I actually know Sam, what Mark's worst. Sam Cook and Frank Sinatra is. weren't on the list. Sam it's Cook. It's when the 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 girl told you th- she thought you would be funnier. Oh my god! I know yes. that sticks with you, and yeah. and uh, I you hate it so much. Ugh. I have you said, cry about it every night. I have night. said, if you like did a focus group, if you talked to psychologists and psychiatrists, like, if you had to put together one line to destroy my psyche, to destroy the very essence of who I am, that so I was I was I I, I was out on a first date and it was not going also well. Also a last date. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. but at some point, like I and was doing game. my whole uh, Mark Armenio show where I'm very energetic and exciting, whatever. And this girl turned to me and she said, you know, based on your profile, I thought you'd be funnier in person. And that is the line that is designed in a lab to destroy me as a human being. And it still sticks with me. So you think you're really funny. Buddy, you know, I'm going to be really she honest. already she already did a number on me. I, it's <laughs> taken me four years to, to vaguely be able to, <laughs> to walk out in public again. You're not going to get me on this. I'm going to be really honest nah. that, that I, ha- I have a lot of friends that I think are funny, and Mark is Mark yeah. is at the top. I, I really think Mark is My funny. first question when Thank Mark— that. I thought, I thought we were just I thought we were going to go somewhere <laughs> else uh, with that, too. But when Mark told me about this Take story— side, okay, next time. I want to know what the hell was on his <laughs> fucking Tinder profile that made him yeah. so funny. That made him right? so funny. Yeah. Right. Like, no, I'm with you there. you got to put some serious effort into it. Like— how many how many pictures oh. are you allowed on there? Like eight. So you did like a whole picture story with it wasn't no, it wasn't the picture costumes it's, it's the, it's and the text. Like I spent a lot of time on the yeah. text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just going. It's ah. it's actually just the first eight pages of Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that immediately uh, probably removes a big portion of the Tinder base if you put that on there. No, because all you kept saying is I I want you to be near. In the middle of the movie, but all right. Yeah, I think it's fairly early. The sheriff is near. 
Uh, the op- well, the opening <laughs> scenes on the railroad tracks. So I uh, get no cake from champagne. champagne. The Arminio family has always been involved in entertainment. Before his son invented television in the early 20th century, my great-great-grandfather, Cornelius Arminio, was known for putting on the greatest international entertainment spectacle in the history of the U.S.-Canadian border. Himself a noted and tremendous coward, he convinced local drunkards to ride over Niagara Falls in faulty barrels and then bet heavily against their survival. Well, had old Corny known about the quality wood used to make the barrel-aged bottle openers that sponsor our show, perhaps we wouldn't have lost so many depressed people in upstate New York, including Kyle's great-grandfather, who fittingly died in the largest of these three rapids that make up Niagara, Horseshoe Falls. So go buy barrel-aged bottle openers. It's a family tradition. We got ten minutes left. Let's uh, talk about stuff. Good. Like talk this. about stuff we got coming up. We need to open up our last beer. Oh, oh. So I don't want to describe what this is for the. All right, let me read the audience. read the bottle for you. Yeah. Kyle, did you did you hear about this one? Did I tell you about it? I uh, know. I just went to sleep. Uh, You're going I'm, to I'm, I'm out of here. Black Albert <laughs> Vintage 2012 on steroids, aka Beos O2. That right there got me super fucking excited. When Justin read that to me, I was very very excited. Black Albert. One of my favorite beers ever. And then it's a 40% ice beer version of it Sorry, that's what's, barrel what, aged. What, is, uh, what style is Black Albert? It's an Imperial, Imperial style. Okay. This is vintage 2012 Who? Black Albert. Albert Who matured for two years in Lafroig American Oak. Ex- that's where I lost it. Double ice box to 40% and aged for another year on the same barrel. <laughs> so yeah. it's a Scotch barrel aged 40% Black Albert. I'm going to be real upset. From Matt and Emma as well? Was that your way of just getting us to bring up Matt and Emma's name again? <laughs> they gave the the last beer that we just had. The Buxton was great. I liked that beer. Kyle was wrong about that one. Mark was or wrong. Mark was wrong about that one. Um, 40%. So I've got Porn very so little. Any a little. spoonful. Smells every inch of it. So it's a shot. Man, it is yeah, syrupy. Yeah, it's whiskey. I mean, look at the bottle. Yeah, right. It's I just mean, brown just like hanging the on the. Legs yeah. Of it, yeah. It doesn't smell particularly it, peaty. I don't smell the peat at all right now. It smells really good, actually. It, it smells like oh, a liquor. I kind of get it, but I like. Actually, I just, yeah, I, I, I dig my it nose. It is not into it. on the flavor. Blow it that out. Is, it is fucking black licorice, man. That's actually really fucking oh, good. Yeah, if like you it, blow yeah. out the the phenols on the or fusel on the top. <laughs> I didn't blow hard enough. Yeah. I like this. It has, like it has this a lot. really nice. It's never been your problem before. Chocolate and black licorice <coughs> on the nose. It is a, uh, we'll call it Jaeger Light. Is what we're yeah. Do. Yeah, that's exactly what it reminds me oh. of. This is probably the same ABV but as Jaeger. It's I, actually, I <laughs> this might be higher. But the chocolate on it is actually really it nice. It is chocolate and black licorice. This beer is like actually really good. I am shocked that I like uh, this. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know what to expect on the nose because it's just so, oh, there is no. This has actually got a more rhythm. than forty proof. Or uh, maybe four, uh, six gonna, years of. I'm gonna killed say. It. Yeah. I'm gonna say upwards of fifty. Okay. It's over. It's forty. Are you doing a blind beer of the week? Because I mean, we've got the no. stats right there. Yeah, I mean, that, that's bullshit. I don't think they'd lie. They can't. That one, they had to. Sh- uh, yeah, absolutely. You have to can't. put it out. It. When you when you put a beer in the the barrel. And you say it's a certain proof. This uh, this actually was out, bottled in 2015. 
it was 2012 beer to start, and then it went into the barrels for three years. I really like this. I'm saying it's uh, it's about 100 proof. Jägermeister's 35 percent, by the way. Oh, I thought it was more than that. 100 proof. This is interesting to me because one, it's not a beer at this point, right? Um, I don't know how I want to drink it though. Like, just. Maybe straight like this. I don't this. ever want to drink 12 ounces of it, I can tell you no. that. Right? I mean, that would just what, put you on your ass. Well, yeah, I guess up. I would also. That's six that's double 12, shots of. It's 12 shots of Jameson is what, or any other whiskey. It's, no. Tell me that it doesn't. So Jameson's 80 proof. Tell me it doesn't yeah. burn more than Jameson. It doesn't burn more than Jameson. You're a liar. Uh, no, I think this is smooth. It hangs Jameson. around, but I don't think it, it has it a, have a same burn yeah, sting. I don't, I don't think this tastes like 40% even remotely. I'm, I'm, the I'm back of my tongue that. says it's way more than... I feel like it's high proof. It tastes huh? high proof to me. I get a, a slight burn on my tongue from it, but... Uh, yeah, I if know, I were, if you were to give me this and have me guess, yes. I would guess 18 to 20. Uh, that's, I, I was about to say the exact same Percent? thing. Yeah. Yes. It, You're telling I, this me this does not this have that burn. This that has I the same burn that 120 uh, has? Based on the taste, yes. Yes, no, no, absolutely. The, the, For nose, me, yeah. the nose seems boozier, but I'm with you. Yes, like, I agree. The taste on it, like I, I, I would have said the same thing. This is, I, I would have said, I would have pegged it as a high boozy thing, but not a... I have to tell you, I, I mean, we've been, yeah. I mean, yeah. been doing this show yeah. for a long time. Mark and Jeff, you're completely wrong. <laughs> Justin, this is good. Right. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I actually. I'm blown away how much I like this, and I can't thank you enough for yeah, bringing it in. Really yeah, nice. It's really nice. Really good. Yeah. Man, it's, it's good. It, it, I mean, I like it. When he told what, us, whatever, when I was whatever reading the bottle, proof it is, it's incredible flavor. Jeff and I were like, awesome. Then. Oh, like it was such a disappointment. Reading the words the I, I told Jess, I'm like, that was just the biggest roller coaster ride of emotion you've ever taken me on. I'm like, <laughs> Black Albert, yes. Oh, double Black Albert, yes. Oh, 2012 Black Albert, fuck yes. And then all of a sudden, oh, H and Lafroig, but I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. it was the hardest crash of all <laughs> yeah. time. It was fucking Enron style. I I don't know. I've heard of harder crashes when you hit the streets of Memphis, but whatever. <clears throat> Are are any of us for a? Uh, <laughs> no, none of us no, are uh, falling Scotch, in Memphis. Scotch drinkers, right? Nah, but Scott <laughs> falling oh. off my scooter ten feet into Beale. <laughs> it was actually Union. we were on Union. <laughs> I, I, when I hit the curb, the first thing I thought was, "Fuck, I'm gonna roll into the street" because we were just right on the sidewalk. It's Thanks. a six lane road. Yeah, the, I mean. Yeah. Traffic was something to yeah. worry about, yeah, which yeah. is why we were on the sidewalk instead yeah. of in the street. Uh, th- there was that was the only time in that one block radius, half a block on either side of me, that there were no cars. So, I, it, I, which by the way, it's a six lane street and no turn lane. Oh, I fucking hate it so much. It pissed me off every time I'm down there. I brought it up a couple of times this weekend. It, oh, I hate it so much. Six lanes, no turn lane. I don't like it. Five minutes left. In any time that you've been to Memphis, do, have you uh, gone to Gus's Fried Chicken? Every time. Every time. And it's fun. We were delicious. there yesterday. Nice. Good job. Um, and I brought some home with me that I had for dinner tonight. Nice. It's not as good. It's I love cold fried you. chicken. Love it. Really? Uh, oh, I cold love it too. You don't yeah. warm it up. I no, no. no I like. I'll I'll order double the white chicken or double the fried chicken I want to eat for dinner. Just to save it and keep it in the refrigerator. Oh, There's shit. something about like, it's my one of my favorites. Very few you. foods that get better with a night in the fridge. Yep, fried chicken, 
I don't know about better, but as good or at I least think fried chicken differently does. good. Spaghetti, chili, lasagna. Anything, uh, anything that flavors have to kind of, kind of come yeah. you know, on. You know what I really but like? All, like I'm with pork steak. I love cold pork steak. I, I, oh, you don't heat that up? No. Oh, I find that very I, weird. I, 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 I eat cold pork steak all the I time, will. too. Do you really? Yeah. I think. Like, oh, wow. I say all the time, like, I eat it twice a week, but. Lasagna is really, really good cold. Cold? Yeah. No shit. Okay. You never eaten cold day old spaghetti? No, I mean I'll, I've I've eaten day old spaghetti and lasagna, but I always heat it up. Oh, try it cold. No shit. Yeah, man, cold pasta does not sound good. I'll try it, but doesn't sound good. It's really cold really fried chicken. It's one of my favorite meals. So no shit. Love I've it. never had it. As long I love as you it. have a good skin, like the skin right. has to be super crispy, or else it just gets weird. And that's why I don't think Gus has held up well. Yeah, steak is really really good cold. Pork steak, not beef steak. Yeah, pork steak. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's what trivia you guys got coming up? Halloween Our trivia. Halloween. Uh, on 31st. 31st is Wednesday. Awesome Next epidemic. Wednesday? Try cold fried chicken. It's incredible. I like can cold I, pizza, too. Can I tell too. you that I, I've never been a Halloween like horror movie guy. I kind of want to see the new Halloween movie. Matt Hahn was in earlier tonight, so he really enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. So don't watch it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you've got Halloween trivia on the 31st. Uh, anything big at Tenriff? Rusted. Halloween trivia on the 30th. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's back to back nights. Uh, we've got this weekend. Uh, I believe there are still tickets available. I am super excited about this weekend. Halloween Fest? Yep. I am fucking stoked about this weekend. It's our last fucking festival of the oh, year. Oh, I'm like. Oh, is there something I'm missing? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's another no. Saturday we have to work. Also, it's Lynn's birthday. It's yeah, it's our last festival of the year. Until January. Yep. I'm really excited about that. Uh, but there are tickets still available. I believe it's a one to five fest. Correct. Tw- Where is five? it? Uh, Lafayette Park okay, in Lafayette yeah, Square. Lafayette, yeah. It's just St. Louis It's Breweries. a good festival, right? Um, it is. Yeah. This is. It, we had a lot of fun last year. What are you guys year. dressing up as? A brewer. And I'm going to dress up as a... Sexy brewer. Sexy brewer, yeah. <laughs> Slutty. Slutty. Slutty brewer. Slutty brewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but oh, now, everybody, everybody decorates their tents, and a lot of people come in costume. The, a lot of the customer, or customer, patrons, whatever. Whatever you want to call them. Come yeah. in costume. Sure. sure. Um, so it's always fun. Uh, we had some fun making fun of costumes last year. And, <laughs> I remember. Um, Will you have yeah. the bell there? Yes. We always try to remember to put the bell out. Nice. Uh, we had the bell out in Memphis. Some people really enjoyed it. And? Some people were very unsure about the bell and asked about it. And we told them, it's for you to find out. Like, it's just a bell. And then still wouldn't ring it. Like, they were very hesitant about ringing the bell. I've never seen a city so timid. (laughs) So terrified. (laughs) I'm just going, ding. You know what you got this year? High five. That's what it's been for the last couple of festivals. Yeah. Ring the bell, get a high five. I was reading Laffy Taffy jokes, um, but then it's kind of a pain in the ass to bring my phone up. And I, I, right, if, if I right. had them printed off, maybe. It's got to be something to do. Yeah, instant. real quick. You know, the bell rings, there, there it is. You need that instant maybe uh, I'll, uh, I'll, satisfaction. I'll print some jokes off maybe for uh, for the Saturday then. So if you come by and ring the bell, you heard it here first. I'll give you a little sneak peek, a little industry insider. Uh, hit the bell, get a joke. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, is there ding, any? Ding, 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 boom. How many brewers are going to be there? Breaking Anybody? news. Uh, in the 50 range, usually. I, I mean, we have six, 
Somebody told me today we had over 70 in the guild. I don't know if that's quite oh, true wow. yet. I don't know if that's true. But, you know, a lot of them won't be there. You can guess who. I'll say it. Side Project doesn't come to St. Louis festivals. That's a statement of fact. He just dropped the mic. <laughs> they do do Belgian Beer Fest and Swansea Day. <laughs> so you mean the one that they put on and the one that Perennial puts on? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They do do those <laughs> two. That's a good point. <laughs> Uh, but no, there's going to be some good beer there. A lot of people are going to be bringing out their autumn, fall beers, lots of pumpkins, lots of browns. Um, we'll, we'll have our brown there. We'll probably just bring some bullshit, though. I don't know. Sure. I, I, I'm bringing I, like a crowler of Salty Farmer and just put it on day, the table and be done with it. Like, seven years the in, last Trotter, Fox, guys. <laughs> Trotter Fox Brown is the best beer that Exit 6 has ever made. Best beer? Boom. That's wrong. False. It's a good beer. I love that's a bullshit to stay depressed. I am really glad that you like that beer because I really enjoy I that beer too. I love Trotter Fox Brown. I would. I mean, it's so hard to be like, oh, I wouldn't even put that in my pop, my top five because that sounds so, like, I, I don't yeah, like yeah, our yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's not the case at all. I think we make fantastic beer here. I think I think Trotter Fox is one of our, our most underrated beers. I would say that for sure. Uh, but I don't know that I would say it's our best. I love that beer. I do too. But just noticed, I've been standing right as, across from you all night, and uh, somebody wrote on the dark dartboard at the bottom of it just says "suck my dick." Yeah, sure enough. You know what, bitch? Suck my dick. How it's about that? Probably the same fucker that stole my flag and oh. tried to steal my sign. Yeah, my poster. You get a lot of people stealing your uh, swag off walls. Always. Ugh. It's very upsetting. I'm fucking livid, man. It's my favorite, one of my favorite pieces in the entire bar. Which Definitely, one? it was my Lagunitas pirate flag. Are you serious? Yep. And yeah. then you know the the beer styles poster in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they tried stealing that too. Mm. I was fucking pissed. All right, I gave you guys a lot of advice tonight, and I'm gonna leave you with Jerry Jerry Springer style. Don't come in here and steal our shit, okay? That's it. 